How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to The Little Things with Mitch. And Jake. Jake, episode 30, it sounds weird. Episode 30, Mitch. It's wild. It's October. We got Halloween coming up here, man. Snow's everywhere. It's cold. We're running on a year and a couple months doing this. Couldn't, uh, couldn't be more excited, man. How you doing? Doing well. And looking back on that year, it has been a year. Holy smokes, this has been really fun to to touch base with you and kind of share share this journey with you. I mean, a lot of different perspectives here and there, and it's been kind of cool with our new quick hits that we've got going. I've got a lot of people throwing out ideas, man. I like it. Let's bring them on. Bring on the ideas. We're, we're having a blast doing those. We've got a couple lined up, but... Uh... Yeah, shoot us a shoot us an email anytime. Little things Jake at gmail We'd love to hear some ideas. Uh, those little things have been a blast doing those. Throughout this season, we are going to be talking about the things we have given up on. One organization that will always be there for us in a time of need is the National Guard. Today's South Dakota Army National Guard remains strong with more than 3,100 soldiers available to execute its mission. The mission of the South Dakota Army National Guard is to provide combat capability to the warfight, security for the homeland, and provide combat-ready units in three roles, federal, state, and community. A special thank you to those serving our country from us at The Little Things. Our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. The question of the day what is something you've given up on? The answer to that question, asking for help. One of the toughest things a guy or gal could do, Jake, share. This is kind of what this season's been about, isn't it, Mitch? You know, episode 29, we went with trying to make new friends. And episode 30 here, asking for help. I mean, there's a lot of things that we give up on in life. And, and these students in Cardboard Confessionals are no different. Asking for help is tough. I'm excited to dive in and, and kind of pick your brain a little bit, Mitch, because uh, I think maybe you and I may have some some different viewpoints just from growing up here and, and our our own stories with with asking for help and how how that evolves over time. I think as as we get uh, as we get young and, and into school, it's it's encouraged. It's it's easy to ask for help, and I think that evolves as as we continue to go on. So excited to dive in man what are your thoughts well i'm glad you brought up the projecting asking for help because essentially students throughout cardboard confessionals were asking for help yes it was anonymous but it was an opportunity for for a lot of these students to share and they did they did ask for help and i look at this project overall and i look at the success of it and the effectiveness 25, 30 years ago, if we did this project, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work because people aren't, they're not looking for help as much at this, this age. They're not willing to share those kind of things. And I think that's evolved over time. And I think kids are more comfortable now, especially with social media and things going on. 
I think they're they're much more comfortable sharing their feelings and asking help with, within that. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's an interesting perspective, Mitch. Just to comment on the very last thing there, it's kids are more comfortable than ever sharing, right? As far as as videos, uh, TikTok videos. I know you got your own channel. Uh-huh. Please subscribe. Uh-huh. Uh, you got your TikTok videos, you got Twitter, you got Facebook, you got Instagram, you got Snapchat. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. So I think kids are, are comfortable sharing, uh, sharing as much as they can, but I don't know if it's necessarily asking for help. I think, at least from my perspective, and, and maybe you don't agree on this, social media, it seems like it's it's typically only about the highlight reels. You know, I know there's certain people in, in certain groups and and you know our conversations sharing the little things where we really try and dive in and and further conversations and deepen conversations but a lot of social media is highlight reels you know it's it's the it's the perfect meals it's the perfect holiday the perfect trip the the perfect smile the perfect selfie whatever it may be and and i think that tends to maybe maybe give kids a little bit of an outlet and and to actually cover up some of the stuff that they're going through um which is why i think just like you said i i think it might be easier to ask for help in from a informational perspective but maybe not a, a mental or emotional perspective no i'm with you i think kids are really good at hiding things and people are in general you look at facebook like you said and it's a high a highlight reel things are going on all the time but i do think that there's a lull in that from time to time and i think it's pretty easy to pick up i think people when they do post all these things are trying to share things whether they think so or not you know consciously i don't know if they're actually processing that they're in need of help but subconsciously there's there's an underlying message in a lot of those things where it's like holy smokes this person could use some assistance whether they think so or not do you agree with that i do i do 100 percent, and that's that's it too there's there's I can think of some some people that that I follow or, or try to keep up with where they post 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 and then that like you said there's that lull there's a there's a gap where they're not posting anything and you wonder you kind of wonder what's going on and and or maybe some of their messaging seems just a little bit off or out of the blue when like you said maybe under the skin that they're asking for help I think that's pretty common. So what's the first thing that comes to your mind Jake when you hear the phrase or the statement asking for help? When I hear that, Mitch, I think, I think it's important. I think it's hard, but I think we have to. And what I mean by that is, is asking for help is, is essentially showing vulnerability. And I think vulnerability gets a tough rap. I, I actually wrote this that I think vulnerability is actually a sign of strength. And, and what I mean by that is, is the thought that vulnerability is weakness is counterintuitive. It takes a lot of strength and a lot of courage to to put yourself out there, to ask for help, to to reach out and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me out? That takes more strength than just covering it up. You know, I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I, I think vulnerability is 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 showing that you're actually strong and you're comfortable with reaching out. Now, I'm not saying everyone's comfortable with reaching out, but it is a sign of, of strength. So when I think of, of asking for help, I think we we have to, especially with what's going on. 2020 has been a rough year, Mitch, as, as you know, as, as the listeners know. It's been a pretty rocky year. And with all the stuff and the outside noise going on too, I think, uh, I think there's a lot of people that, that are far apart and, and, 
and argumentative and on opposite sides of a lot of things. And I think more than now, we need, we need to come together more than ever right now because it's been such a tough year. And I think we do need to ask for help. We've, you know, we've had personal instances with, with people close to us and, and we've seen it all over too, where people are struggling right now. Mental health is, is really tough right now and it's got a stigma and I wish it didn't because it's real and in 2020 and social distancing and how isolated a lot of us have gotten has only has only furthered along those those struggles so I think to, to circle back around Mitch I think it's important and I think we need to ask for help first thing that I think about is not nearly as deep as what you went I love the elaboration thought it was great but uh, my past experiences shows me is a classroom full of kids with some hands raised is kind of where I go at with that and I look at how kids ask for help you know that how they depend on on people at an early age and they do they ask for help all the time they need them to be successful and that continues on through through high school middle school elementary you see you walk by in the classrooms and hallways or whatever and you see a bunch of hands raised and yeah, when kids need help, they ask for it. For the most part, you get some shy kids that that won't, but for the most part, people are willing to to ask, and it it doesn't change much in college either. So there's not that stigma on asking for help. So when when does it all change? I was thinking that Mitch when you said that uh, it felt like all the kids you you were they were so eager to raise your hand, right? I don't know if you were like this, but when we were growing up and in classrooms, it was it was whoever's hand could shoot up the first, right? Whether it was to ask a question or answer a question. And I'm sure you still see that in, in school nowadays. Um, when does it change? That's a great question. I think, I think a lot of it changes in that, that high school to college and young adulthood transitioned a little bit. I think, I think once we leave the nest and get out on our own, and our start to, you know, we start to form a little bit more of a sense or a complete sense of, of who we are and, and what we believe in and what type of person we are. And I think, I think that changes a little bit. And we want, we want our high school classmates, but we want people that we grew up with to see us in a, in a bright setting and see us successful. And we want people to think that we have it all figured out. And I think that changes a little bit in that, that school to, adulthood transition with with more with more responsibility with more success with more life experience if you will I think that's that's where that transition happens a little bit what are your thoughts on that well I think of asking for help and I think a lot of it has to do with attention too you said when you were younger you shoot hand your hands shoot up and I think we're looking for attention we're looking for gratitude we're looking for approval a lot of the times and as we get older with that we start to lose that even in high school a little bit you start to see not as many hands up because well guess what yeah you're asking for help but when you're asking for help okay i think we've discussed this prior in, in prior podcasts that we're weak but when we're asking for help we're also bringing attention to ourselves and not a lot of people like that and as we get older the things that we're asking for help for are bigger and it brings more attention to you that make any sense yeah i i love that analogy and i i would 100 percent agree with you the you know some of us some of us feel comfortable uh i guess in public settings or or speaking mitch and we have to remember that everyone 
everyone sees that and is is more comfortable than others with with that in that type of public setting and and the more pressure and more eyeballs and and ears that are on you that can be a, a lot of pressure and and a lot of uneasiness to to certain people and i think we need to remember that that each one of us is is built a little bit differently in that regard um but i 100 percent agree with you uh so i asked you when does it all change uh, i want to share a story Right after college, uh, I was a head basketball coach at Waverly South Shore as well as a teacher, and it didn't really hit me until the basketball season. I was 22 years old, okay, running practices, doing this, and I remember going on the road. We had a trip, uh, had to get some food and stuff, and I remember people looking at me, and I was their sole direction. Like, they had no other direction, and never in my life did I have that sort of responsibility where I was responsible for a group of people and since then it hasn't changed that's that's just how my life has been since that and I love it I, I really do but I look at the asking for help because I was in a spotlight right I had the attention and I struggled to ask for help on that when all that attention's on you you struggle to do that you need to have the answers you want to have that answers uh, you want to have the answers because you, you don't want to feel vulnerable you don't want to feel like you're weak and I remember that changing. So when does it change? I think it's when our responsibility picks up to a certain extent where we no longer can go back. Like, does that make sense? It does. And for all of you listeners out there, it was actually right before that when we were in college where we all looked towards Mitch yeah, for uh -huh. answers. Uh -huh. Whether that was a school project or a paper that was due or... You know, maybe uh, maybe we needed some cooking lessons. Uh, Mitch is a, a, a world-renowned cook. Is that, so Is that what I am? Is that what you consider <laughs> that? Unbelievable. So uh, just so you guys know, this was uh, Mitch was, was responsible for more than he knew before he actually got into the teaching gig. Yeah, but there was no pressure in that stuff, man. It's like, hey, get the pizza rolls on. Don't, you know, don't burn them. Well, if I burned them, we were going to eat them anyway. Oh, we're talking steak and, and potatoes uh. and gravy and vegetable casseroles <laughs> with a side of, I think it was grape crush. I think we topped our meals off with, but I think you're, uh, man. I think you're mistaking Thanksgiving dinner at your parents' place, but I appreciate it, Jake. <laughs> How can you kind of look at this? And we talked about an early age and kind of with the, the background of cardboard confessionals being with kids. How can your upbringing play a role in your ability to ask for help? I think we touched on this early. It Asking for help certainly evolves, and I think we can both agree on that. With how we're brought up, you know, just when I think about these things, I just tie, tie into personal experience. I was very comfortable asking for help. I was encouraged to ask for help by my parents. And as I went through school, I had good educators and, and teachers, teammates and role models that I could reach out in and ask for help as well too so I was always comfortable with that and and my parents encouraged it and I think where some of that changes is when there there becomes a, a gray area between asking asking for help in in all regards of life and and some some moments of trying to figure it out yourself or taking more responsibility or here's the tools put it together type of thing. I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but there's the there's that transition where asking for help in everything just isn't going to cut it because there you can you can 
you can get to a certain point where you're essentially being given things and being given all the answers if you continue to ask for help. And there's certainly a, a spot where when you're growing up, you need to take more responsibility and, and take that, that action. And I think, you know, just to circle it back around, I think it evolves over time and continues to evolve as we grow older. Uh, our problems get bigger. Our, our questions get bigger as we continue into adulthood. And I think it's important to, to keep in mind that there are people that are always going to be willing to help. Good answer. Holy hey, smokes. Thanks, man. That, yeah, that was good. I mean, I got a little to add on it, but I'm going to kind of change gears on you. I'd like to elaborate on it, but I think you nailed where, where you're going. I think a lot of times when we say ask for help, and we've talked about this in prior podcasts many times, uh, we look at weakness and we look at vulnerability. But I think a lot of times especially the older generation when we ask for help we think like we're a burden like my dad my old man right he when we when i was growing up he never did ask for help and i always thought like oh why you know like does he not have like having me around he didn't want to burden anyone he didn't like want anyone to go out of their way to help him because he felt like he could do it all by himself now he does thank goodness so every time i got i come home i have about four or five house projects um they've got going on that i need to help finish up with but I'm uh, I'm so happy to be doing that. So I kind of look at the the circle of life, you should say, you know, from the Lion King and stuff, right? At an early age, at an early age, like we need the people around us to develop and to be successful. And then we move forward, right? The high school, the college years, and all of a sudden we get all this responsibility, and it's like a big no-no to ask for help, as far as our society goes. We struggle to do it. We don't want to do it. And then we get to a point where, like, we need that help to be able to survive. We can't do it on our own. And it's just unbelievable how that whole thing goes around and around. A couple things. It's funny you mentioned The Lion King because that that movie actually ran my life for about a two-year period when I was younger. Uh, What do you mean when you were younger? Are you talking about the last (laughs) two years? You're talking about the last two years. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They came out with the live action remake, uh-huh. and, and I circled back. You've around been a little different life. since you watched that. <laughs> we were just talking about this this past weekend. I was back home enjoying enjoying time with the family, and maybe I've told this story before, but there was a Lion King book, and instead of my parents reading it to me before I went to bed, I just looked at the pictures and recited it word for word back to my parents. Naturally. Of course, I was uh, a lion for Halloween, three years running, so uh, very familiar with the Lion King, and the circle of life is is an incredibly great analogy for for just how full circle everything comes in our life. It's pretty incredible. And then the second thing, your dad not asking for help. My dad's has has some of those uh, some of those abilities as well too, and I, I think back to just growing up on the farm, you know, had little odds and ends chores, but I, I wanted to help out. You know, my dad had so much going on and I always wanted to help and still do to this day and, and enjoy it. And then, you know, thinking of your dad asking for help now coming full circle when you're back home. I, I do know one thing and, and maybe the, the listeners, at least from the Brentford Aberdeen area can attest to this, that Rob Reed makes a, a strong cocktail as well too <laughs> after those projects, which which you need after helping out. No, I uh, he I hope he listens to this. He'll he'll certainly appreciate all that. But uh, 
What are the situations in your life that would benefit from outside help and support? I mean, you kind of look at everything that you've got going, and I think it's pretty easy to, to be in your shell, right, to keep it in. But looking at some things that you've endured and, like, the people around you have, where would they benefit for uh, from outside help and support? Well, I think in, in numerous ways. I'll... I'll I'll let you go here, Mitch, but I, I just use my, my personal experience as, as stuff that I can fall back on and, and relate to, and perhaps some of the listeners can too. I, I went through a period of life where I just simply didn't ask for help. I was I was successful and, and felt good about my direction and where I was going in life and then completely uprooted and everything changed, and I simply felt embarrassed by, by where I had gotten to. I didn't, like I said, I didn't want people to to know that I had failed or that I had gone down a different path that I wasn't successful anymore that I wasn't living the dream that I always thought I would and it was tough it was tough to reach out for help I didn't do it and I got in some pretty weird places uh during that period of time so when when you say you know in what areas can can you ask for help you can ask for help in about every area of your life you know whether it's it's mentally it's whether it's physically emotionally spiritually whether it's with school with relationships uh with your class project whatever it may be there's always going to be help i think that's one key thing that we can take away from this episode is people are always willing to help a lot of times we put that burden on us to to be like well i don't know if i want to bug them or i i don't know if anyone would actually care about this and the truth is we're just putting that on ourselves it's something that our mind is is making up but there's always people that are willing to help we just need the the strength and the courage to to reach out and do so so i think that um reaching out for help and assistance is is crucial in in about uh as many ways in different ways of of life as you can about imagine just while you're talking there i got thinking right when we're in business when we go out and and develop and learn essentially we're asking for help right we want to get better at what we're doing we call that professional development that is such a positive thing in the business world like go out and develop go out and reach out to people ask for help get to know all the answers why is it such a big deal for personal development why 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 is society such a big proponent of professional development but yet we we struggle to develop personally by asking for help for reaching out to people to going to a counselor to going and looking at your mental health but geez we do that in business and we're going to move up in the world i mean i just got thinking about that where are you at with that oh i'm smiling right now because that's such a good point that's so true you know uh, business development moving up uh the the five-year plan if you will that's all encouraged and then you know you got your personal development which I will say is is starting to turn around. I think it's really, really starting to turn the corner. I think it's becoming more and more common, especially with the, the ability to spread awareness and all the different avenues that we have to connect with people. I think personal development is, is really turning the corner here. And I'm excited to be a part of it with the stuff that I have going on and then the stuff that we have going on together, Mitch. I think it's, I think it's fun. I enjoy spreading awareness and and trying to impact people in a positive way but it is kind of the the common norm to push the you know personal development and mental health aside and just focus on everything career-wise 
and I, I'm happy to be a part of of that shift, hopefully. But that is a, a phenomenal point that you brought up, and it's so true. Well, and you look at there's so many stigmas out there. There's so many things that get a, a bad rap. I mean, you look at someone going to rehab for alcohol or drug addiction. You you have someone well, gambling. Uh, you go to someone for a, a marriage counselor, and instantly it's a negative, right? But essentially, it's a, it you're developing, right? Personal development, just like I talked about. You are moving forward as a person. You are improving on what you are doing. But people want to focus on why you're there in the first place, right? Not the development, not the growth that, that pushes you forward. So think about in your life when you're in a situation, and or, or I should say, listeners, if you are in a situation where you are seeing things, right, and you are seeing people to develop, don't focus on why they why they're there. Okay, focus on their growth and how much they've developed since you've been a part of their journey. And one, it can help that person out that's listening, that that's hearing that, that's going through that journey. And the second thing, it just it brings out the positive. You're not focused on what they're doing wrong. It just brings people down, and it helps you. And it probably you're going to start uh, looking at your life and how you can improve as well. I love it, man. I love it. That's such a a good thing. Is is what we're talking about here is is something that we're trying to do and hopefully you listeners get something out of these episodes and whether it's one takeaway or or three or or maybe zero but hopefully you're getting something from these conversations that we're trying to have in in spreading the awareness and and spreading the the belief that you guys are super super important to obviously one yourself to to get better and to improve each and every day yourselves but also to, to utilize your gift to serve others and to reach out and help others. I think it's so, so important. And um, I'm just having a great time having these conversations with you, Mitch, and, and hopefully they're impacting a few out there. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. So before the end, we revisit past episodes and include reviews and questions from our audience. We read a few shout-outs as well. Comments from our listeners are brought to you by Alan and Connie Fannin Foundation which was created to enhance the quality of life for children. Thank you for the support of the little things. Jake, have you had anyone reach out? I have. Uh, just continuing to meet new people here in Sioux Falls, Mitch, It's 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 been a blessing. And, and once you get into some of the, the deeper conversations that I enjoy having, just have gained a, a few friends here. And, and they get wide-eyed when they say, when they learn that I have a podcast, excuse me. They just they they get wide-eyed like a podcast really like that's so cool and you can see just the eyes light up a little bit and they say that they're gonna dive in and listen so those always uh those comments and and smiles always you know uh, get me excited and and remind me of of that you know what we're doing is is making an impact and we're having a blast doing it and then our clothing line mitch uh everyone received their clothes and to see see people with the little things gear gear on is is just something that's crazy you know we're a little over a year into this and we have people walking around with little things podcast sweatshirts and hoodies and stuff and it's just awesome so just wanted to give a shout and and um just show gratitude towards the people that supported us and got some clothing it's awesome yeah i had some people that uh it's, it's fun to listen to that hearing people hey you know i just binge or binge listen to your podcast listen to a season and a half this week and i'm like oh my gosh 
I mean, <laughs> I can't even listen to myself. Oh, I lie. I can listen to myself talk for quite a while. But it, it's so like Jeff Danielson, um, he lives in Watertown here and, you know, shot and listened to two seasons in the last week and is just is eating it up. And, he, you know, he wants a sweatshirt to kind of rep what we got going. So I think it's it's cool. It's so cool to hear that stuff. And um, we like it. You know, it fuels us. It puts, uh, puts a little fuel on the fire for us. Um, kind of want to bring it up a little bit, Jake. We talked about doing a quick hit on this, but I think it'd be we got a little bit more time here to to chat. I uh, just want to give a shout out to a few people that we lost uh, this last week that uh, have impacted us and and really changed uh, the way in the direction of our lives. Uh, I lost to someone pretty close to me. Uh, was my first boss and wouldn't be where I'm at without him today, John Bjorkman. I uh, lost him due to COVID, and uh, I don't think we realize the people that support us um, until until it's it. And we've talked about that. Why don't we do things until a time where you see the end, right? And I think a lot of people started to realize that and reaching out to them, and there was overflowing support for them. And it just shows the people that he touched in his life. And uh, prayers to uh, Crispy Orkman, his wife, uh, just a sweetheart. And yeah, it'll be a tough road. Uh, he was a good man. And um, he just needs to know, and their family just needs to know the impact they've had not only on me, but uh, just the people uh, around him. He, he was a wonderful individual. So uh, prayers to John Bjorkman. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up, Mitch. Uh, I've been thinking and, and praying for John's family as well, too. I had the pleasure of meeting him at a, a golf tournament that me and you did together. Blast. It was a good time. It was so much fun and just a, a nice, easy Saturday. Get out on the links and, and hit a few golf balls, shank a few golf balls, I should say. But just uh, that was my only encounter with John, but just the 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 light and the the conversation and the smile and the joy that he brought to that day of golf was just phenomenal. So uh, thoughts and prayers out to his family. And, yeah, speaking of um, losing people, I actually lost a high school classmate uh, as well, too, this past week. It's It's been a really weird week. It's been an odd week, to say the least. Um, Cassandra Lundy uh, was part of uh, the Summit graduating class of 2008, and we're going to miss her. She was such a, a, a bright spot and a light and just a ball of energy. You know, she... She was always kind of the life of the party, if you will, uh, whether it was in the classroom, in sports and activities, or just out and about hanging out with her. She was just so fun and, and so thoughtful and just so energetic and, and nice to everyone. So um, I can't imagine what her, her family's going through, and I've been thinking of them all week. But, um, yeah, it's it's been a tough week, but we, we just we appreciate those around us, and I think sometimes we take them for granted. And I just hope that Mitch and I's conversation can help 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 remember that uh, you need to to reach out and, and let people know how you feel before there's there's an event or a life altering uh, decision that that is to be made. Just just hold the people closer around you and and make sure you tell people that you miss them and you love them. And to the to the Lundy family, I've been thinking about you guys and and praying for you guys and. Um, if there's anything I can do, please let me know. Yeah, I remember her in uh, college. Came back from um, uh, to Lake Arietecca a couple times, and 
had a good time and like you said just lights up the room man i mean uh you hang out with people like that because they're they they're far and few between and just uh a lot of fun and yeah it it's unbelievable but that you know what jake that's what we're doing here man i mean we are shedding light on some of these things that uh, people are dealing with and trying to get them out there so because uh, you never know what people are dealing with you know the they're going to say this in the um uh, in the outro, I should say, Mr. Nathaniel, that uh, helped us do that. Uh, the first step to helping people is understanding what they're going through. And to help people, you truly need to take the time to do that. And it looks different for everyone, but uh, just showing you care about people is is huge. So, Jake, I'm going to read uh, our last comments and our last sponsor. While I'm doing that, could you look at uh, the book to see what the last episode is? So our last comments are brought to you by Safe and Secure security equipment out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. They specialize in cameras and alarm door access. They work with schools, banks, medical facilities, and a various, uh, in various commercial buildings around the Midwest and beyond. They are dependable, efficient, and get the job done right. Give them a call at 605-543-5068. For more details, Jake, uh, last comments. Just enjoyed the episode, Mitch. Really enjoyed it. I thought we dove in and and brought up some great viewpoints on how uh, asking for help evolves and that it's okay. You know, we need to to reach out and ask for help and and think it's super important. So enjoy the conversation. We got a good one coming up here. Uh, What is one thing that you've given up on? Hoping that things will get better. So obviously looking forward to that. How do you think the episode went? went great man it was a lot of fun it was laid back we had a good conversation about things that matter i think we took a twist on it not only does asking for help show that you're weak but we don't want to burden people around us and doggone it don't worry about that people want to help they do and um yeah i i enjoyed it it was it's a great time talking with you man i think uh with a tough week that we've had and the things going on it's just nice to sit down and just talk some shops so Tune in for the next episode. The question, what is something you've given up on? The answer to that question, hoping things will get better. This is Mitch. And Jake. Signing out. This was a special presentation of The Little Things by Mitch and Jake. For more details on the podcast or the project, check out mitch-reed.com, itsjustjake.com, or purchase Cardboard Confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.